0: Hey guys, it's Cooper Gretsch here from Kick It to Scoops. I am the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors and results. You want to be part of the show, Kick It to Scoops? Send through your questions through the Facebook link, which I'll attach every show on the post. And if you want to email me at aflinfolive at gmail.com, send through your questions and you may feature on the show and be answered your question from yours truly, Cooper Gretsch, for free, yes for free. If you want to be on the show, as I said, send it through and I'll get back to you. Go Saints! Two ways you'll I had a dream, a dream of having a successful podcast. You now may say, Cooper, why is the light so dark? But at the moment I'm in the darkness of not knowing when I will succeed to the big times. Hopefully it's down the corner, around the corner very, very soon. Craig McRae, Chris Green, Jaden Stevenson, Jack Ferris, Sarah Riley, Tom Morris, and the list goes on and on and on. Hopefully that is many more things, where the future will be brighter, as you can see now the light is starting to become brighter, hopefully that dream will be realised, and not only will I be acknowledged, but the dream comes true, it is time to welcome back, for the second season of Kick It, to Scoots, I had a dream, a dream, of having a successful podcast. You now may say, Cooper, why is your light so dark? But at the moment, I am in the darkness of not knowing when I will succeed to the big times. Hopefully it's down the corner, around the corner, very, very soon, Craig McRae, Chris Green, Jaden and Jack Harris, Sarah Ollie, Tom Morris, the list goes on and on and on. Hopefully that is and many more things where the future will be brighter, as you can see now the life is starting to come brighter, hopefully that dream will be realised, and not only will I be acknowledged, but the dream comes true, it is time to welcome back for the second season of Kick It to Scoob's. On the way to the arena, it is none other than scoops. It's, it's scoops. It is. It is. We're going out here. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're charging in. See? We're leaving the. Through. We're going down the race. It's time. You can see down there. It's time to go out to the middle. Huh? Only runs today, here. 12, nothing. Models, you're just gonna hit it with scoops. That's exactly what you're gonna do. And you are all going to acknowledge me. The one. You're gonna acknowledge me. The one. I am looks like I am the head of the table. I am King of Fruit. I am Scoop. And you are gonna enjoy everything. Yeah, I'll kick to Scoo hello everyone and welcome to kick it the scoops i'm your host cooper gretch the sole admin of afl information trade rumors and results we're back for season 2022 with the season fast approaching it's time to get stuck into the footy cricket's all pretty much over the wrestling is done to talk about here we're back with the footy which i know you all will love and enjoy so this is back for the second season of kick it the scoops hopefully a very very big season you've seen in the introduction. Hopefully it's my year and the year of Kick It to Scoops. obviously the first year we had Craig McRae, Jaden Stevenson, Sarah Ollie, Tom Morris, and the list goes on and on and on as you heard before. And hopefully there's many more big guests to come. But it's time for Kick It to Scoops. So on the show today, guys, we've got the world famous segment Scoops. Goes bang, it never, never goes away. I'm gonna preview and review the practice matches. Are just gone and upcoming i have some super coach talk and uh, season predictions, as I mentioned just now. Uh, I did have a ladder prediction written up, but I'm going to hold it off for a week. I'm going to hold it off for at least one yeah, one week. I'll let, hold it off for a week. I want to see how the other official practice matches, because we just had unofficial practice matches, where some games went four quarters, some went six. So I did have the ladder predictions ready and firing ready to go. But I think I'll hold it off. I want to give another week, give it another week of thoughts over the practice matches. So I'll start on Thursday night. But let's start off with the way we start off every episode of Kick It To Scoops with the world famous segment Scoops Joe's Bang. Boom. <laughs> so there's a few things I want to bang on about. Three things. Ah, uh, David King's not the first time David King has been mentioned here, though, on the podcast, ah. Uh, David King has numerous concerns about the Saints in 2022, commenting in his belief that they are not a serious finals team just yet. He says, and I quote, I'm worried about St Kilda this season. The list could be a house of cards if they get a couple of injuries to the wrong place, which they've already got. Where does it leave them with a difficult list? I still think they are another three drafts away from being a serious four to five year finals team. Kingy, it's not the first time you've run your mouth in St. Kilda. And uh, the quote here that struck me here was, they've already got a couple of injuries to the wrong place, which they've already got. Ryder and Marshall will be fine come round one. Howard was rested. Hannah was being rested. Will be fine. Six of the main, 22, and Tommy Highmore was semi rest as well, playing in the reserves match for a few quarters. Will be fine. It's an unofficial practice match, Kingy. Don't jump the gun after one thing. Now, your other comment, too, about, uh, where are we? I think they're another three drafts away from being a serious four- to five-year finals team. Well, 2020, injuries galore. Still made the finals. Beat the Bulldogs in the elimination final. Almost beat Richmond. Have we not lost a few plays, Jake Kobe in the previous game? And Paddy Ryder, main ruckman with Rowan Marshall. The Rowan Marshall, Paddy Ryder, ruck combination is one of the most destructive ruck duo combinations in the competition better than any melbourne duo of jackson and gorn you got ryder and marshall the elite ruck duo combination in the competition when they've been foreign, as you've seen in some of the records king you should know that Sinclair had a great record once ryder and marshall were in the side together it was almost unbeatable and when they weren't there it was it was scratchy but it's okay i'm not worried about one loss in an unofficial practice match so Kingy, lift your game. Now the other two things I want to mention here is people speaking about uh, the unofficial practice match, the title unofficial practice match. People complaining about it, like seriously, you know, a lot to complain about if you're complaining about how I'm clubbing the name of the practice matches. These games just gone from the Thursday, a uh, Wednesday to the Sun, Saturday. They were listed. As unofficial practice matches on the AFL website, I called it that as well. So did Geelong called it that, and I'm sure other clubs did too. Unofficial practice matches is what it's called. So stop seriously complaining about it. Lift your game. Pretty plain and simple. And the other the final thing I want to complain about here is um pe- people complaining about the results of the practice matches. Going ha ha ha. St Kilda lost by seven points to Carlton. Jeeve can't beat Carlton. Seriously, it's an unofficial practice match, not even a practice match. And even if it was a practice match, my opinion would still be the same. Sides are trying different players in different positions, trying to give players less game time, giving some of the younger players or inexperienced guys some more time. Like seven points to come. Look, in the grand scheme of things, it's not great. But they'll be pushing around the eight this year with Chera and Hewitt coming in and the two main guys that got in, and uh, Plain with Cripps and Walsh when he comes back from injury in the midfield. You know, like, seriously, you only said it because we lost. If we won, you you would be carrying on and saying the, the opposite. You will be saying, oh, you just beat Carlton, and it's an unofficial practice match. Who cares? But now, suddenly, when we lose, it's a big deal. They don't matter. The result does not matter. Yes, you want winning momentum, but you seriously think, I care that you think that we're done because we lost Carlton by seven points. Only a goal, mind you. a practice match where we had six out and they had two i don't care i really don't it's the main season we'll care about and we'll wait and see how it comes around when we play carlton in the real season with a full team hopefully so bad luck and lift your game geeks right now we will move on to the next segment which we've got here previewing and reviewing the practice matches now i'm going to go through the practice matches results um, from the games just gone. Uh, I'm going to go through actually at the end of the show I'm going to go through the upcoming games in the official practice matches but right now I'll just go through the results of the unofficial practice matches that just transpired. We had Essendon defeating the Bulldogs by 7 points. We had Carlton defeating the Saints by 7 points. Melbourne by 88 points over North Melbourne. Brisbane by over 88 points over the Crows. Gold Coast by 21 points over the Power. The Hawks Drew with the Pies in Warwell in the 6 quarter affair. GWS beat the Swans by 31 points in also a 6 quarter affair. The Dockers, 97-point victory over the West Coast Eagles. They're absolutely depleted, which we'll get to shortly, in July by 5 points over Richmond in the 6 quarter affair as well. Look, seriously, like, the result doesn't matter. You don't want any injuries, but the West Coast Footy Club have got three injuries. So I've got the story here on three plays. The top draft pick, Campbell Chesser. Dom Sheed, and who was the other one? Oh, Elliot Yeo, of course. Uh, Injuries galore for them. Uh, It's been talked about that he will miss up to 15 weeks Will Dom Sheed, which is not great for the Eagles missing their important winger. Campbell Triste their first draft. He could miss up to three months of an ankle injury also. And Elliot Yeo's injury status, lengthwise, is unknown, but it's been talked about that could be in the same vicinity as Dom Sheed and Campbell Chester, so not a great start for the injury-depleted Eagles, who obviously got an anti in Jack Darling, who won't play with them, so their 4 line will be more depleted, uh, Kennedy's towards the end, got Oscar, Oscar Allen trialling in other positions, yeah, it's not going well for the Eagles, and when you see my ladder predictor, the way I spoke about him just then, I think you'll know where I've got to be my season ladder prediction, but I'll get to that next week on the show, the season ladder prediction, I wanted to give it an extra week, just see how everything transpires now. with the results, Essendon and the Bulldogs. Now we'll go through one by one. Now I've just read the results. Uh, Essendon again, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs had a fair bit of players out. Essendon had relatively their main side in, so it is hard to tell. Like some players were on limited game time. They rotated in lists of thirty. So again, as I said before, the results don't matter. You just don't want to stay injury free. You want winning momentum, of course, but it's and close win over the Bulldogs when they had, I think they kicked five goals in the last quarter at the Bombers, so they actually were behind, so it is what it is. Carlton St Kilda, I've alluded to a little bit already, six plays out the two, Walsh from McCollum missing for Carlton, yes, St Kilda missing Ryder, Hannabury Marshall, Highmore, Howard, uh, and a few others as well, and then Zach Jones playing limited game time as well, so she could have made it seven technically, but... Again, it is what it is. Uh, disappointing. The scoring seemed to be on one end of the ground of that Icon Park. Um, both sides had their opportunities. Um, and Carlton in the end won by seven points. It is what it is. Melbourne, 88-point victory over North Melbourne. Uh, yeah, at, at Casey Field. So Melbourne's VFL play there. North Melbourne, I think they, I know the result, again, as I said, doesn't matter. But it would be a bit disappointing in Spain for 88 points when they have relatively no injuries at all pretty much their main side and have horn francis and greenwood and a few other guys coming in as well i'd just still be pretty disappointed losing by 88 points to 81 i know it's melbourne the premiers, but um yeah it's still not good enough if myers to be honest um and yeah, we move on the lions 88 point victory over the crows this was a quarter time this was only like uh around the 10 point margin then it Progress, I think, 39 and a half times. So the Crows, like the Roos, will be very disappointed to lose by 88 points. Yes, the Lions another strong team, but still, it's not a good re- momentum going into round one. Another practice match this week, the Crows, but uh, and then having the week off before round one. But it's still not good enough, and uh, they all want to rectify that. I know they're missing a few players, Tommy Duda and, and the like, but um, yeah, they still need to perform pretty well. Because if they're going to perform all that, they'll be b- battling near the bottom of the table yet again in 2022. Gold Coast, all of the upset of the lot, having a great 21-point victory over the Power. The Power were never really in this contest. 21 points, you say, oh, they might have been in it. But no, Gold Coast were pretty well in front for the majority of the game, if not all of it. Uh, I don't know the tracking of minute by minute. But uh, every time I look, Gold Coast were in front at a great 21-point uh, victory over the Power. And uh, they'll be really, really happy with that, with the Gold Coast Suns, is seen. Uh, a few of the other players play, Matty Rao. Unfortunately, Ben King done his ACL a few weeks ago and won't play for the rest of the season, which is very disappointing for the Suns. It's been great to see him with Mario Chol, uh Sam Day and the like, Isaac Rankin and co. up forward. But unfortunately, that won't be the case with Ben King. But hopefully for the club, they will, in fact, perform well in 2022. They just have to be out. They're super, so young, key forward in Ben King. Hawthorne and the Pies. They drew in more well. I think the Pies had a 79-point lead at one point. But in fairness, it's still a choke. But Collingwood and Hawthorne, the majority of the second half, or the fifth and sixth quarters, sorry, were VFL-listed plays. So it was a mixture of AFL players in there. I think Darcy Cameron was playing for the Pies, I believe, in the last quarter, the sixth quarter for the Pies. But nonetheless, it was still pretty disappointing for the Pies to choke a 79-point lead. It maybe just shows that the Box Hill Hawks have a stronger VFL lineup than the Pies. Um, I know Hawthorne have got Ed Phillips, a former Saint, in there. A few other ex-AFL players in there as well. So, yeah, they're a strong side of the Box Hill Hawks. Uh, But Hawthorne would be disappointed over the first four quarters, how they performed over the Pies, losing by 79 points and one point. So, yep, disappointing. Mason Cox kicked three. Uh, He's wearing his prescription glasses, um, which he's been approved to wear the season 2022, so if you're wondering why he's wearing them, he's been approved. His eyesight's not good, um, but yeah. That's that. that. That still worries me, though, that the Pies are their key forwards. Stacy Cameron's okay, Majorek, but they're not your mainstays, and Majorek's not even a key position. for you ideally your third tall, like a Tim Membry type. Uh, GWS and the Swans. GWS, 31-point victory over the Swans. Pretty decent. They'll miss Toby Green for the first six weeks of the season, which... It's not good for them. Um, I think Brent Daniels is injured as well. So they'll have to try and maneuver some plays in other positions there. Or Bobby Hill as well, who did not go to Essen in the trade period, as we know. But uh, yeah, Bobby Hill probably have to be a key factor for them in the first six weeks. Um, having that winning victory over the Swans um, was pretty good for them. The Dockers and the Eagles. Wow, well, what can you say about West Coast? Eh? They're absolutely cooked, we mentioned Darling gone, you got Chester, the first round draft pick gone, Dom Sheed gone, Elliot Yo, unknown officially but said to be gone for a while, so injury depleted, you're going to rely on Tim Kelly and Gaff and Nat Nui and who they're trolling as a key forward and you got McGovern, Shannon Hearn will be in his final year I'm sure, they'll have to try and manoeuvre things and uh, it's going to be really disappointing for them. To see how they perform in 2022 without those players are listed. And Barras, one of their great intercept defenders, having to play as a key forward, shows the big hole that Jack Darling is leaving on them, being anti, and now he's screwing that team over and over and over again. Dockers, how great were they, though? 97-point victory. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, I feel it's going to be a very, very big year for the Dockers. And uh, I did say... That I'll leave it to next week though, so I don't want to give it away. But I think the Dockers will be on the up in season 22, just missing out on the eight last season. Uh, where well, Yeah, the Dockers are great. You got Will Brody coming in, got a returning nat five, Michael Walters. I think the Dockers are in this game too, and no Sean Darcy, no nat five, no Walters, and uh, there's a few others. I think they had five outs, so of their main players. So, Walters and Darcy in five for the three, that I can remember, not playing. So, if they can beat the Eagles by 97 without those guys, I know it's an unofficial practice match, but still great nonetheless. And I think the Dockers are on the way up in 2022. And the final unofficial practice match to go through was Geelong and Richmond. Richmond were actually beating them in the four quarters, first four quarters. Then again, like the Collingwood Hawks one, mixture of VFL players playing for both sides. Geelong then prevailed by five points. But in the AFL side of things, Richmond were too good for Geelong. And uh, Scotty uh, talking about finals already. And uh, just worry about this, eh, Scotty? Losing to a Richmond side who's, again, on the decline along with the Eagles. And uh, losing the man at home, you lost too, Scotty. Blame the umpires, eh, because you lost. In the AFL side. Overall, yes, the VFL side won in the end. But not good enough, Scotty. Not good enough. Now... Some season predictions I will give you. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean who I think is going to finish on top of the ladder. Just keeping that out there. But I'll go give you my Premier, Brownlow, and players to watch out for in Season 2022. And later on in the show, I will go through, I will review, uh, sorry, no, preview rather, the, uno- uh, the official practice matches for this weekend starting on Thursday night. But we'll get to that shortly at the end of the show. But some things I want to go on through now. My premier prediction for season twenty twenty two is at the moment the Melbourne Football Club back to back. I think might be the way for the Melbourne Football Club at the moment. Again, these are season predictions; they to change throughout the year. But right now, I'll go for Melbourne, not just because they won last year, because the clubs are around that mark. Brisbane having some players out in injured, late having their question marks. July, I think, will be down on the decline, definitely no knowing you the grand final side of things. Bulldogs, I don't see them being in the grand final. Hunt, even though they made the in last year. Sydney and GWS, I don't know. So, really, I um, just don't see anyone else clear favourite. So, that leaves Melbourne. So, that's why I've gone the Melbourne Football Club. The Brownlow medalist prediction is the man is steel from the Saints. Jack Still has been top five range last two seasons. I think this is his year. Uh, I think the Saints will make the, or should I say it now, will be in the eight mix this year, the Saints again. So, um, if they do make finals, and uh, Steele will be performing well pretty much every game with Max King and co. Jack Steele is my prediction for the Brownlow medal. medals. Some players to watch out for, which some of these have had great years before. Some of these are first-year draftees. Some of these guys have played, or one of these guys has played VFL in the majority. Of his career at his first club but i want to get through these plays right now jade gresham from the saints is a player to watch out for has had numerous injuries the last two years achilles injuries in particular um so gresh been great before that um as i said injury interrupt the last two years It's a player to watch out for gonna play more forward they reckon this year he was playing the majority of midfield and a bit of forward jack billings is going to play more mid uh, forward than mid as well He was playing more wing but yeah Gresh is the one to look out for. Could be one that kicks 30 goals this season. So keep an eye out on the Gresh Prince this year from the Saints in 2022. Also from the Saints, Jack Sinclair. Playing off the halfback line, but used to start his career as a forward. Playing on the wing a little bit. Majority of halfback, his ball ki- is kicking is elite. which not many players in the NFL can say that. Um, he gets around 20 possessions a game. He was playing halfback last year. I think this year will be the year he gets even better and could be a potential contender for the all Australian team off the halfback line for twenty twenty two, especially if the Saints do progress to finals. Now the player I was talking about playing another club, his new club, Pat Lipinski. Keep an eye on him. Pat Lipinski, the former Bulldog player, now at the pies. We'll get more game time as you've seen when I spoke to Craig McCrae on my podcast last year. He was a big fan of Pat. Um and as you've seen and seen in the unofficial practice matches. It, Unofficial practice match, he dominated for the Pies against the Hawks. And regardless, even if he didn't, I would still be saying he's a player to watch out for. Uh, I was always reckoning big numbers around the 30-plus in the VFL. Um, even people say, oh, VFL, it's VFL. Yeah, so he's too good for that, clearly. Even when he played for the Bulls, he had some decent games, but got dropped due to their depth at the Bulls in the midfield. So, Pat Lipinski is one to watch, watch out for. he would be a regular for the Pies issue he playing off the wing and inside the middle. Maybe up forward a little bit as well. We want to keep an eye out on for sure. And where are we? And then two draftees to watch out for: Josh Rochelle from the Crows. Uh people might not talk about him as much now because hes from, oh, he's from Victoria, but he's now playing at the Crows. So he dominated in the. Oh, I want to say dominated. He done very well in the practice, unofficial practice match for the Crows in the eighty-eight point loss to the Lions. So he's one to keep out for. I think he'll be probably one of the top two or three draftees to watch out for. And the final play, another draftee, the father-son from the Pies is Nick Dacos. Again, Craig McRae. Obviously, as, like a lot of people, has really been impressed with Nick Dacos. As you've seen in my podcast with Craig McRae. If you haven't, go check it out on the channel. AFL Information, Trade Rooms, and Results right here on the YouTube channel and find that out there. Craig was very high on Nick Dacos. When I interviewed him pre-draft, Nick was already training there. He was setting the house on fire, according to Craig McRae, and that was pre-draft. And now we're seeing a lot of articles about how great he's going now and how great he performed against the Hawks in more well in the unofficial practice match. Uh, he'll be one to keep an eye out for and one for sure that will dominate in his first season and could win the Rising Star. And while I'm at it, Rising Star, my Rising Star prediction, since I've got him in the two plays to watch out for, I think it'll be one of Rochelle or Dacos, but I'll go the safe bet and go Nick Dacos. Now, some news I want to go through here also. The March 9th is when the preseason supplementary period will end. Um have got Jack Hayes will be an official Saint by March 9th. kind so of like to leave things late as usual. Like to jump on numbers. Um but yeah, preseason supplementary period. Will end. And then West has got a spot open. We've got about four players training, as do the Dockers. Um and someone will get a spot at both the Perth clubs. Uh Eagles are trialling some key position plays. Uh, Tyler Kettle, I think is one name, is a key forward from the Waffle. Uh, the, both those guys have tr- got players training from every Waffle club. The f- four players at each club are all Waffle players. Surprise, surprise, staying local, which is fine. Uh, Tyler Kettle is the one that's been talking about the Eagles that could have a spot. And Hugh Dixon is another actually traveling at West Coast, the former Docker key forward uh, they could be looking at as well. And the Docker's have got a few positional players in their squad uh training with them so wait we'll wait and see there and to do jared Lena and pat Nash St could have got three spots open with coffee doing his ACL and already had two open AC will fill one which leaves two will they use both of them though on Lena and Naish I don't think Naish will be used on but I think Jared Lena will be selected from the Saints. They got to March 9 so just over a week's time. I'm right, not saying that one's 100 percent confirmed but I think that may happen. Um, for depth. He's very good depth by Jared Lena when he played for the Power. He's 27 now. I uh, Signed up to Sturt in the Sample. Um, but I don't think he'll be going back to Sturt. I think he'll be joining the Saints. And if not, he'll go dominate in the Sample yet again like he's done when he was playing there. When he was on the Port Adelaide list. And when you play for Port, very handy player. Can get around 20 possessions a game. Or well, Mainly in the Sample. But in that AFL he was getting around 15 possessions a game for it. Intercept defender, I thought it was pretty good of him playing more of a key position role. You can play on the Brody type, Tim Embry type players. Uh, but he's one to keep on. I don't think Pat Nation will get him. He'll be back in the sample. Now, what are we going to go through next? We're going to go through next is uh, oh, yeah, some other news here. Eddie McGuire is no longer on Fox footy. People are going, oh, this is bad. Uh, this is good. No, it's not good. Eddie McGuire, no matter what you think of him, as with the Collingwood presidency stuff when he was at the Pies as a president. He has a great job on Fox, or did do a great job on Fox, and on Channel 9 on Footy Classified, um, and on Radio on Triple M as well. But his talk now, is focusing on some other ventures. Uh, still not confirmed whether he's not going to stay on Channel 9's Footy Classified on the Wednesday night, or Monday night, whatever night he chooses, or both nights, if he ends up staying on both. Hachi will do one, I'm sure, still, and... Eddie may still do the other, if not, Hutchin may do both. But, uh, Eddie will be missed on Fox. People can say what they like about his commentary on his things about Collingwood and opinions and stuff. Everyone has his opinions. And Eddie is actually a great call. For people that say he's not good, well, then I don't know what the hell they're watching. So, Eddie has done great jobs on the commentary booth. Um, It will be missed on there, and hopefully he's still on Channel 9 on footy Classified. Uh, Sam Naismith, who's had a lot of ACL injuries, had double knee surgery, I think. So, Sydney taking the cautious approach, Tom Arley said, and Charlie Garda said, so rightfully so. Uh, So, he's been moved to the inactive list, so that means they've got a spot open. They did officially sign, not too long ago, Paddy McCartan, too. Former Saint, number one draft pick. Had concussion injuries galore. um, Played it for the Swans reserve side last year. Had some good games there. I still have my doubts on Paddy McCartan, but nonetheless... He is now a swan. Now, now, we're going to go through... I want to mention this, of course. I did mention this at the top, and I should have. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Now, Cameo is always available 24-7. So if you want me to do a personalized video message for any of your friends, you want me to roast them, you want to give me... I've noticed some people have got me to request their... Uh, Fantasy League orders or your Supercoach orders or whatever. Uh, now, if you want the Supercoach code, which we're going to talk about Supercoach in a sec, just message me for the code. I'm not going to give the code on here because I want to give it to people that deserve it. So if you want to join the Supercoach group, not league, group, uh, just send me a message on the Facebook or Instagram Instagram at AFL Info Live or email me at AFL Info Live at gmail.com. Now, merch. There's a lot of merch on the site. There's limited digital limited edition scoops masks so if you want your mask head to the merch which is in the link of the description of this video go and get your scoops mask if you want something else you got stubby holders you got stickers you got mugs you got hats you got a hoodie or two hoodies and you've got t-shirts the scoops goes bang t-shirt kick it scoops t-shirt everything on there And any other suggestions you got send them down in the comment section or preferably email me and uh, yeah, if you want to get any of your merch orders, please get it through today so you can get it at the best available time. Now, what else are we going to get? Supercoach talk. Now, I can confirm, which has already been confirmed, but from the podcast form, I can officially confirm that we do have Supercoach group, which I've just alluded to then. If you want the code, please message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah, It's going to be well. People asked me last year to do a Supercoach league or group. And uh, when we were thought, I thought of doing it last year. It was all too late. It was around, around twenty odd, I think, around seventeen to twenty. But now we're getting it started. Now we've got over sixty people in the group so far. So if you want to be part of the group, please send me a message, and I'll send you the code, and you can battle against yours truly, Kubrickatch Scoops, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors, and results. Normally, I rank in the top five percent to ten percent range. So if you want it. Compete against the best, you join the group and uh, see how you fare against myself and everyone else in the group. Hopefully, it's going to be a big year in Super Coach. Now, speaking of Super Coach, we've got some Super Coach talk. We've got one fan question from Matt Caulfield. He says to me, Best rookie cash cows this year? Hmm. Well, I don't want to reveal my team because I don't want people copying my team. Um, but. Some best rookie cash cows, there's plenty in the midfield. There's a few up forward. There's not many in the back line. But from the back line side of things, I'll recommend Charlie Dean from the Pies. A 102k defender. He's talks he could play round one. Uh, in the forward line, he's not really a cash cow. He's 164k. We are talking about him before. Is Josh Rochelle and the forward. He's a forward mid, I think. So he's up forward. He can be someone you can take. Uh, James Cheaters from the Gold Coast Suns, who was picked up in the preseason supplementary period. Uh, he's someone you could target as well. Nick Dacos is another one. Uh, the higher price rookie price and 190 odd, I think. Nick Dacos is one you could also look out for there. Any Supercoach questions, any super coach questions you want on the episode every week? You gotta send it through. Email me at aflinfo live at gmail.com or send me a message through Instagram, AFL Info Live or Facebook in AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results, and we can go through that. So now let's go through to wrap up the show today. We're gonna go through the practice matches that culminate or start on Thursday and culminate on Sunday. So let's go through go through their matches right now. Now, I did just say, guys, that it did culminate on Sunday. That is wrong. It starts on Thursday night and ends on Monday night in Queensland. But we'll get to these matches right now. On Thursday night, March 3rd, at Marvel Stadium, we've got the Carlton Footy Club hosting the Demons. Yeah, we don't know the sizes of right now, obviously, a bit early in the week. Uh, But I'll go Melbourne there. Friday night, March 4th, at 7.20 at Marvel Stadium. Also, we've got the Bulldogs and the Brisbane Lions. Should be an interesting affair. Both sides are opposite. And all sides, in fact, will show the best 23. Uh, But I will go the Brisbane Lions there. Friday night at Marvel. Saturday in Davenport in Tasmania. A charity match. was great to see Hawthorne and Richmond uh, in Tassie. Saturday, one ten. 10 We'll go Hawthorne in that one. The Twilight game on Saturday, March 5th in Adelaide. We've got the Crows hosting the Power. I'll go the power. Saturday night at Marvel Stadium 710 Victorian time. The Saints and the Bombers. You know who I'm going for, the bit Saints. Hopefully Rod and Marshall will be back. Howard and Highmore. So I'll go the Saints there on Saturday night. On Sunday at 12.40 Victorian time, we've got the Giants hosting the Pies at Giants Stadium. I'll go the Giants. The Swans. This is a double header at Giants Stadium. We've got the Swans hosting the Ruse. I'll go the Swans there. And on Sunday night in Fremantle at 7.10 Victorian time, 4.10 Perth time, we've got the Dockers hosting the Eagles again. So same thing will happen. The Dockers will spank them yet again with five Monday Walters and Co. and Sean Darcy playing. So the Dockers will give them the old heave-ho yet again. And finally, on Monday night, we will have the Gold Coast Suns hosting the Cats, 7.40 Victorian time. Monday night, March 7, Gold Coast and Long. I will go the Gold Coast Suns there. So, my final thoughts are this, guys. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Merch, I said, for masks, star holders, stickers, hoodies, hats, T-shirts. If I missed any, it's all on the site. You know what to do. Please order yours today. And you can get it efficiently in the next few weeks or so. Hopefully, depending on what you order I appreciate you all watching the return episode of Kick It the Scoops. Any podcast suggestions or topic suggestions you have. The season review, ladder predictions from 1 to 18 I will reveal next week on the show. So look forward to that, guys. Until next week, everyone, have a great one. And the most important thing of all to remember is go to the Saints. And, of course, you know what to do also. And that is absolutely acknowledge me.